I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually do it? Makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes me crook. Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day, welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? Jazzy J in the coach's box once again. Talk all things Supercoach. We've got a massive, massive show for you this week. We've got Brado back to give us some uh, PPM goss. Uh, we got a couple of special guests in. We've got Teddy Woods all the way from New Zealand. We're going to talk his... Some say, some say, allegedly, not this guy, definitely crazy strategy uh, and what he's doing, all things super coach, but is it paying off and what's he going to do come the end of the season? We're going to talk uh, TLT, just quickly overview that. Uh, we've got Ross's roundup as well. Bergs wants to have a chat about Magic Round and the disappointment that it was. Um, we got Watto from the Supercoach Hub Discord joining us live in the Coach's Box as well this week. Double guests, banging. Uh, and he's going to talk uh, the people that you can't captain with Bergs. Uh, we've got questions. We've got the most traded in, traded out. And we've probably got a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about as well. So Plus, we've got Louie. Uh, yeah, and Louis's back. What am I talking about? Louis is hiding over there in the corner. It's a tight ship. It's packed out, and we're having a great time. It's great to see Louis back on board. Let's get into the show. So, Con, yes, buddy. Doing, buddy. Oh, I'm excellent, mate. How You're are you? excellent. I am very well. Uh, magic round. What did you think? Underwhelming? And how did you like? Uh, no, you go, no. But I don't think it was underwhelming by any stretch of the imagination. Personally. Some good footy. No, oh, <clears throat> not so much. So maybe a little bit underwhelming. But. Well, the weather, you got to take the weather into account, obviously. It was pissing down for the first two days. It was, A couple of yeah. days beforehand as well, so yeah. it was always going to be a heavy track. You weren't going to get extreme points scored in the first. But we did. We got a few big scoring games in the first couple, which was unexpected. I would say, yeah, I'd say there were some very unexpected games over the weekend. I didn't expect Manly to go down, you know, nil. Uh, I didn't expect... No, well, I thought Brisbane would win, but not thirty-eight nil. Yeah, not by that. No. Shit, I was on. I was. I wasn't even on Brisbane. No, I thought Manly was going to win. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I thought. I thought. Turbo, I thought Turbo Superman. No. Here he comes. You know. No, I, mean? I, I always knew Brisbane would handle them pretty well, but well, not to that extent. Benny T succumbed to a shoulder injury on a young body. Yeah, so Turbo quickly. looked. Hampered. Well, with time. yeah, and apparently no. I know that they're saying he's fine and shit, but if you if you read it. Des says it's not a new injury, yeah, so therefore it tells me it's a pre-existing injury that's flared up, yeah, it's an which is nowhere near as you'd probably rather a fresh injury because if it's an old injury re-flared up, it hasn't healed. It's drama. Yeah, exactly. There's problems in there so, still. But mm. he's been named him and he's going to play, so he's got to pull his finger out and play. Yeah, Madison. Obviously, the title of the show this week, What's the Matter, Son? Um, oh, I swear it's the third it? time we've used the title. Um, Maybe. Because it's a good title. But it is a good title. Burke's thought of Go it. Go matter. Uh, Burke's think of it or Teddy think of it? Con thought of it. It was gone. I've read under the bus. Oh, I probably stole it from somewhere subliminally. But it's definitely a team knows? name I've seen, but... 
I'm taking it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but, I mean, Matt... But, yeah, no, Elliot got the flu on the Sunday, and I had a trade left because I didn't use it, and I thought, Elliot the Matto, why not? And, boom, 100 points later. Cheering. Uh, yeah, just I'm, quickly, are you looking at bringing old mate back in, Adam Elliot? No. No? Okay. If I, if I had him, I'd hold him for another week because he's looking at another 60-odd K this week. But then he's pretty much going to level out from there unless he can jag some attacking stats. So, yeah, yeah. and but with Wolford starting and him named eighteenth man, I wouldn't even think about it. But Wolford, if he can keep that spot, Randall the Wolford next week. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that could be very, very juicy. Um, he looked good, got some good base stats as well, and looked good on the field itself too. So I actually didn't get to watch much of that game, and I've saw, saw, uh, seen the name circulated. So it's interesting to hear that. Yeah, you definitely keep an eye on him too. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Bergs, well, I mean, we've jumped straight into the topic you want to talk about, so what do you want to talk about, buddy? I don't know, what do I want to talk about? <laughs> Low scores from Magic Round, buddy. Yeah, garbage. Um, <laughs> I just I just thought by the end there, if you really had a look at those last couple of games, it was ha- the field was hampered. You know, the field was not up to... Hello, Watto. How are you today? Um, this is Watto. Hi, Watto. Uh, yeah, but the, I, I felt... The first couple of games, and a couple of games where I was expecting big scores, they didn't come. The Penrith game was surprising to me. I didn't expect Melbourne to give that many points away. Um, mm. So, yeah, there was a couple of things that just, in my opinion, I fucked myself, you know. I, I wasn't doing magic round right because I wasn't looking the right places for points. So. I think once once Jerome Hughes was ruled out and you had those two inexperienced people on the one side having played together... It was always going to cause dramas, especially against a team like Penrith. Oh, so you know to see that score Melbourne. rack up, it didn't really surprise me. Yeah, what I? Yeah, Mel- Melbourne. Yeah, like um, Connor was saying, with Hughes being out, like I captained Harry Grant personally myself, and yeah, it was a shocking call. But I mean, with the wet weather, you're looking for a forward. You know, you want some consistency in your score. Yeah, see that's that was me thinking. I VC'd. Uh, I VC'd Pangai Jr. thinking he was going to have a go around decoys all night. Cheers for that too, you grub. Uh, <laughs> well, in, in, in Harry's defence too, he, co- he copped a knock early and it seemed to put him off a little bit. So, yeah. It was just one, you know what? It's one of those things. Like Magic Round last year, if I recall, the track held up nicely the whole way through. But it was, it was a bog um, out there. The it was, rain. it was. And, but I just noticed by the end there, it was never going to get any better, you know, and it just, it did deteriorate by the last few games, and I felt the Sharks game especially suffered from the field being like Well, Canberra didn't seem to have a problem. Yeah, well, Sharks did not upset me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say? Oh, well, look, you know, I was down there having a feed at the club, and uh, we put on the magic round, and I'm expecting to see my captain after Tommy Turbo didn't put in quite <laughs> such a good VC effort for me. You know, like you always like two hits at it, Boogs. Oh, sorry, mate. No, you're all- Hey, Hey, guys. Yeah, you know, you always want to have two hits at it, and you put your VC up, and when Turbo didn't work for me, and then I go, that's all right, mate. I've got Nico Hines to save the day. <laughs> and, mate, I look up and it's like, 20 nil. And I'm just like, I had to walk away. I don't think I've ever walked away from a game with so much disgust. But you know, I mean, Magic Round just went from bad to worse. And I hate Magic Round. I really do. <laughs> you know, like, I think there's a lot of coaches that are in the same boat that really don't like Magic Round. Yeah. But, but to everyone that went there, did the mates thing, the trip up there, what a fantastic idea it really is. And maybe... 
maybe maybe we can get it over to New Zealand just to say thanks. Absolutely. All of the you know the hardship, the times that the families have missed out and seen their plays, their families, their kids growing up. Just for the NRL to say thanks very much. I think it would be just a, a mark of respect to the Warriors, you know. Yeah. And, and mate, well done them. Well done them for just even participating. Well done, Warriors. Has to be done. Fully agree. Hi, right, Nico's captain too. Fuck me. What I? Anything? Oh, let me just ask, just worry, Watto, explain where you're from, what you do. You do a lot for our, our website, you do a lot for yourself, so take... Yeah, no worries, Sean Kenbergs. Yeah, so as Bergs was saying, so I mainly get around the Discord, so you can see me at the weekly rubdown Discord for all you drafters out there. And also on the Supercoach Hub, I'm an admin there as well too, so you can find me in there, it's a lot as well. And yeah, I'm also a writer for the Supercoach website as well too for the boys here at 360. You slut, you! Oh, he's bloody good at it too. So yeah, if you get on Wado's shit, like make him famous, help him out. You know what I mean? Um, get get on the discords, uh, especially if you're into draft. There's a lot of good gear in there. For me, I'm uh, still new to draft, or and I get forgetful of draft. I don't check my draft team as much as I check my classic. So sometimes I. I miss people that fucking dropped out at the last minute. Not like classic, like I'm fucking onto it. Like, but yeah, draft. Some people yeah. love the draft, and Watto, Watto, and the boys over there at the weekly rubdown Discord. That's where your shit is, mate. Oh, you can't go past one, Teddy. You know, they're great. Um, okay, I just all right. Just quickly, uh, while well, I got you two boys like offside me, captains. Now I this year have only picked one captain. Uh, basically, every week in my team, there's two or three players higher than my captain that I've chosen that week. And at the end of the weekend, I see them as obvious choices and why did I pick this other guy. Now, the only one I've actually picked has been Pappenhausen with his 180 fucking something. And the rest of it's been just garbage, like, for me. And I feel like it's uh, got to change. And I, I want to know if you boys, like, how yous are looking or if it's been happening to yous, like, um, to yourselves personally. Um, yeah, just how's your captaincy been this year? Yeah, my captaincy choices this year, they've been up and down. Like, as you were saying, Bergs, it's been hard to pick a captaincy option this year. Um, yeah, my best one, like you said, Paps as well too. I've been on the Paps train lately. But um, I think Hines is a good option this week against the Titans, I think, at the end of the round there. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he'll get, he'll Same get, we all last weekend. Well, you know what? You, you know he's got, he's got the pedigree. We've seen it all year for him. He's literally had... Two or three low games. Fancy it's the week I buy him and captain him. Anyway, that's beside the point. I don't want to be blamed for it. Uh, Con, what about you? you? You've been going okay with your captaincies. Not not great, but okay. Um, I think I've yeah. I honestly should have researched this. You should have told me. But that was just a quick off the cuff I one. Don't think I've had many bad ones, but I can't remember nailing many big ones either at the same time. So. I can't say I'm hit and miss, or I can't say I'm hit and hit. I just can say that I don't know. Well, before we get on to the captaincy thing here, um, just a shout-out to everyone. Just a quick little... Don't, don't fucking move the camera. Teddy moves. Okay. Just a quick little shout-out. Just, shout just out. sit in con you're, Oh, you're, yeah, sorry. You're sorry, on camera sorry. now, you just sit in con seat. That's the way it has to work. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, so um, I've been pretty lucky this year, uh, Bergs, is that I haven't hit the right captain, right? I don't think I've hit it once, 
But I've had the right player that's gone bananas in my team, just haven't had to see on him. Yeah, yeah. So that's sort of what's keeping me in touch. But um, I tell you what, for everyone listening, right, jump onto that Discord. Shout out to everyone over there, you know, like there's Kando and everyone, um, Poolman, you know, like there's some really good guys that, and they're dedicated, you know, like if you're watching this show, get onto Discord because it, it, cause it's got the other good oil, you know, like the good oil's here, but mate, there's a lot of really proactive guys in the Discord and mate, just bounce some ideas around, but I, I just think this, but mate, this time round, I'm definitely not going to back anymore. I'm not. I'm going to stick it on iPads for the next couple of weeks and just go, I don't care, because he just is unbelievable. He's just putting out base point, base point monster. And at the moment, even though there are some like backs starting to score, I'm just thinking that the safe money is you just got to put it on a forward. All right, well, um, let's just we'll do a bit of a backstory. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke to you. Uh, you'd boosted your way up to 250th. Um, now, no, just... Like, how's that all gone? Like, well, do you feel like it, it was the right choices? Um, well, as we're trailblazing, like, you know, no one knows this for sure. But, yeah, I think burning them out has been the way to go so far for me, right? I've got my traditional collapse and crumble and, like, tumble at the end of the season when I run out. But I'm going to be a bit more stringent after the boys. 13 isn't as important as I thought it'd be. 17 probably looks better to have bigger numbers. So save some trades on the boys. I've burned all my boosts. I'm just outside of the top 1,000. But as a little challenge to the guys which are just outside of the top 10,000 with a whole lot of boosts, right, put them in, show us your scores and go, oh, you know, like I'm only 500, 600 behinds with like five trades and three boosts and everything. Yeah. Well, here's the challenge. I'm just outside the top 1,000. If I crumble to outside the top 10,000, you boot me. But if you're inside the top 10,000, right, I think that, mate, you're going to hold on, burn them out. Outside the top 1,000, like 10, you aren't going to come back. Yeah. I don't think that it's time for it. We're so far progressed into the season, haven't Trade boost up your um, sleeve might be good in a head-to-head -head playoff situation if you're a cash money player. But if you're overall, boosting's the way to go. I'm convinced of it, Boots. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, well, I, me personally, I have regrets from not boosting. There's been a couple of times this year where my, I, I would be so much further up the ranks if I just bit the bullet boosted. boosted. Uh, spoke, to, spoke to Con about it. And uh, a couple of other blokes we got in a group chat and they all said do it. I shit the gear, didn't want to do it. Um, and still got him, and then old mate ended up going on a run. Now I can't get him in without doing stupid shit. Your team apart. So it's it's one of those things you gotta you gotta like I know it was unprecedented years that first year with boost. Next year I'll probably use boost uh, a lot earlier and faster than this year. Um, just just to strengthen the core strength of my team to stay in touch with the top. Yeah, yeah, you, you absolutely have to. Like, come the end of the season, you know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
you know that your team's pretty strengthened. Apart from injuries or suspensions, you're not going to cop any big hits anywhere. It's the start. It's the start of the season where you got to make up for your mistakes early to rectify it before it becomes cancer in your team. Eats away and eats away and eats away. So burn those boosts, get it going. I've just looked through Teddy's team, and it's a strong team. Yeah. Well, he, he won't need to make many trades in the next couple of weeks, providing injuries and suspensions come through for him. So he's ahead of the eight ball, and now he can save his trades where other people have saved their trades early, but put themselves behind the eight ball at the same time. Yes, they've got the trades, like Teddy said. They're going to come home strong in head-to-head leagues and shit, but overall glory is well and truly gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just on the boost chat there, I've used three three boosts already myself, and I use those boosts. I've brought in I brought in uh, Harry Grant from Watto, so that was a good upgrade there, and it also allowed me to bring in Nico Hines with my first boost, and then my third boost allowed me to bring in Cleary. So you know some great trades there. Yeah, and and a lot of people that I've seen use their boosts have just gone boom, 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 and it's just like it's disheartening. You know what I mean to watch them go. When it was my own fault for not boosting, do you know what I mean? When I should have just used that boost. And now I do have regrets, but look where you're at and, and you're happy with where you're at. So that, that even gives me a bit more of um, buyer's remorse, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but see, Boogs, I don't blame you because if you follow the traditional Bible on this, it's everyone is, oh, be conservative, be conservative, save those trades, save them, save them. But we've never been in this situation, mate, ever. So it's blazing new grounds. I think next year... Well, no, well, look, come the end of this year when the season's over and we've got the new winner, I think we'll learn a lot from their strategy. But I bet you it's someone that's boosted like crazy and they've just got... It's stacked, you know. They've got them all in there and they've got their base stat monsters. They've got the right cows and they've burned them all and now they'll hang on. And I think there's going to be no Bradbury. I think the guys out front now, probably if you're in the top... I'd say 5,000, it's going to come from there. And most of those guys would be down as some as low as crazy 17 boogs, which is where I'm at, and I don't care, mate. Yeah, 17's yeah. a good number, mate. So everyone loves 17. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Uh, what about you? Where you're at with trades? Where I'm at with trades? I think we've got about 23 left at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. And boosts, two trades and boosts? Uh, I've got two boosts, yeah. Two boosts. Yeah, two boosts, yeah. All right. Yeah. I've got three boosts and 20-something trades. I haven't actually checked, so I can't tell you exactly where I'm at for trades, but I think it's 22 or 3. I'm at 23 this week, one boost to go. Yeah. But I'm probably not trading this week at the moment. Um, yeah, so I'll still have 23 off this week. Yeah, yeah. And I worked out that if you have 30 this week, you can... Just go nuts all the way to the end of the season. So 28 after this weekend, you can just go nuts and trade willy-nilly all week. So I think 23 now is pr- looking pretty pretty good. Yeah. Just quickly, Watto, while you're there as well, um, yeah. what other podcasts do you do? Like, where do you go for your information? Like, other pages or... Or she like, like, where are you getting your, your info? Oh, usually my info, like, if I'm going for classic, I'm going for Supercoach Experience, I'm going to Use Boys. Yeah, they're usually like two I go to. Supercoach Champions as well, great over there. And also jumping in the Discord and just having a chat with all the other members, you know, just getting feedback from everyone else, asking questions, you know, chucking it up. Oh, you know, what do you think of these trades this week, boys? 
Absolutely. Getting a bit of feedback. You know, the, what, the that, more information you can receive on any kind of player trade is valuable. Well, like Teddy, like Teddy said, the people in the Discord are super coaches, yeah. mate. They are, they are That's, thick. Like you are lacking by not being in Discord. Absolutely. You should be our Discord man because well, you I'm, would eat it up, bros. No trolls, Boogs. There's no trolls. It, it, oh, it's a safe. That's right. It's a safe play. You know what the thing is? You can ask a stupid question and expect to get the answer. Legitimate, not fucking so and go. I've oh, got fucking Minto or fucking. Yeah. You know, it's just it's one of them things, man. And and over in in I'm in two di- couple of different discords actually now. But I'm sorry, I really get lost in there. But um. It, it, they are, man. You well, just going off what question. you told me about, and they come up with ideas that you wouldn't even think of. Oh, bro. They, and they, they, and, they, and, and then you look into it and you think, oh, shit, that's a really viable idea. What, yeah. Why didn't I ever think of that? They're super coach thinkers, bro. You know what I mean? They <laughs> literally are. They think way harder and, and more in-depth than we do and outside the box. And then when you've got five or six dudes like at your disposal, how, how much better is your game? And then, like, don't get me wrong, I'm doing a bit poorly now, but... Over the past couple of years, the game's got better and better and better for me, you know what I mean? And I look forward to doing the game yeah. every year. Like, I know sometimes we have a bit of a lull with the podcast and shit, but I fucking love doing my super coach. I love doing the podcast for everyone. I, I, I love what we're building over here with the website and all the guys we meet. Like, well, it's just fucking awesome. Well, actually, just on that, me not being involved in any of this, I, I get, I find myself getting tunnel vision. I find my dream team that I like. And that's it. I don't stray away from that. I've got my sights set on that. And then other people come up with these ideas and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, they're not part of my dream team. And I don't even give it a second thought. But if I go back and think about it, like Cheese last year was a prime example. I thought, nah, he's never done anything for me in the past. Never, He's just going to be one of those ones. Yeah, he scored a try that game. And then bang, he just kept scoring tries, kept scoring tries. He just kept doing what he was doing. I was like, Shit, I've got to get on this. And, yeah, I lost where I was going. Just to refresh where we're at. Is the cheese is nothing. This year, the cheese is nothing but stinky cheese. I don't know what's going on up there with the cheese. Is it because he's going to the Chookies next year? You know, like, you know, like, it's an ugly cheese at the moment. It's a His minutes are highly reduced, and he's he's not playing the same role that he was. It's just shocking. The cheese isn't worth it this year. I'm I'm thinking about getting on him in the next couple of weeks over the bye period. I'm expecting Harry to get a bit of a rest here and there, and Brendan to... Play some hooker, and at 400k, I'm willing to take that gamble. Well, yeah, you know, but hey, talking about hookers to take the gamble in, I think this year, and it was discussed heavily in the Discord, which I was, you know, just having a little quick look at, uh, Cameron Kinnis, you, you, should, you know, with like the Finucane head knock, you know, like, I'm not keen, but uh, I don't think we're going to get him any cheaper this year. So if you do like him, I reckon he's a real good sneaky one to get on. I do like that. I yeah. like that. Not um, about shout for a pod, though. Very much so. All right, quickly, um, we got... TLT and that from Roscoe, I think, do we? Yes, uh, we do. I we'll think. get there shortly. Um, um, a couple of surprises in this week's TLT, too, so. You're on. Oh, we don't have video. Shit. Uh, okay, so. <clears throat> sorry. For the Knights, Anthony Milford's coming in for the play 5 8 for Tex Hoy. Tyson Fratel returns from injury with Mitch Barnett going to Locker and Thompson to the bench. As expected, Broncos, no changes. Winning team, why would you change? Um, Tigers, lots of changes here. We got Luke Brooks out, replaced by Jock Madden. 
Uh, Kapoa comes in at the centre position for Ghana, shifting to the back row with Talangi benched. Jacob Little replaces Jake Simpkins, who had a head knock. Brent Naden has been named in the reserves after a quick switch from the Bulldogs after Barrett's dismissal. And a name I haven't seen in a long time, Fayamanu Brown, is named on the bench for his first NRL game start since 2019. So I, I remember he burst onto the scene. And he had to be the super coach relevance there at the start. So one to watch. Um, and Alex Afarf goes... Drops the reserves. You also got uh, Clemmer dropping to the bench there as well, too. Oh, Ooh. did he? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. To the bench. Okay. Right. Um, I, I, I don't think it'll change much for him. He should still play the same amount of minutes and get the same base points. He's a boost at the moment. Uh, Bulldogs. Avrilo replaces Naden, who's gone to the Tigers, as you just heard. And Corey Bell's out with Toppany coming into the back row. No Supercoach villains there, really. Maddo starts at lock this week with Nathan Brown going to the bench. Yum, yum. Yum. <clears throat> and Neocora replaces Cartwright on the interchange bench. Uh, ben Trebojevic has done his AC joint, so Morgan Harp comes in. Josh Schuster returns from injury on the bench. Wouldn't be surprised if he's a late inclusion to the starting team for Anthony David, who has replaced uh, Bullymore. Thank fuck he's out of my team. Um, Dragons, Warriors. Cody Ramsey comes in at fullback for Tyrone Sloan. Yippee, Dragons supporters rejoice. Um, Jackson Wesky comes on uh, with Josh McGuire out injured. And Michael Molo comes on to make his debut for the Dragons. But hopefully he's got that Francis intimidation about him. Tohu Harris named start this week with Jack Murchie at lock. I like Jack Murchie at lock. Kind of 70k. Ewan Aiken returns from a head knock with Panay moving to the bench. Cowboys, no changes. Storm, Jerome Hughes, big inclusion, comes back into the team. No Cooper Johns. Nelson Asof Solomon and Hughes out, replaced by Brandon Smith for prop. Um, Alec McDonald and Dean Aramea join the interchange bench with Chris Lewis dropping to reserves. But I wouldn't be surprised if Kami Kamika starts and Brandon Smith stays on the bench. Uh, Victor Radley is out, replaced by Nat Butcher. Oh, I like Nat Butcher when he starts too. And Lindsay Collin returns from suspension on the interchange bench. Panthers, no changes, obviously. Souths, Trent Peoples. I like Trent Peoples. He's a worker. Let's hope he can keep that spot. Well, Host is gone for the season now, so it's his spot to lose, I'm assuming. So, yum, yums. Definitely six. I, I think yes. you got. Yeah. I think you got sixty-eight got on debut in, in just so just yeah. So I I think he'll be a keeper. Um, and then for the Raiders, Jack Whiten returns with Schneider dropped, and Zach Wolford retains his start at hooker, which that, is another one to. Definitely, if you got no trades to burn this week and you're bored, bring in Zach Wolford. Uh, Titans, no change for the Titans. Sharks, Lockie Miller will start at fullback with Nico Hines moving back to the halves, which is great, but Lockie Miller's only available at halfback in Supercoach. Yet he's been playing 5-8 and fullback for Newtown Jets. So I think someone's got to do something about that. Trindle gone. Oh, back to the bench. I thought he would have been gone. Finucane is out of the head knock with Royce Hunt starting to prop. Wade Graham swaps with Wilton. And Andrew Feeder joins the interchange bench for, I think it's his 250th game. 
Alright, so that's is that the end of the TLT? Um, sweet. So now I think we're going to chuck to Brad Smith. Can I, can I just uh, say something first? Yes, you can. I told everyone last week that Wade Grant would get the spot over Teague Wilton, and you all called me crazy. And it's yes. happened. And also... It was always going to happen. It was inevitable. Uh, Alex MT said Clemens' name to start. So That's what I thought too. Yeah. So we've got to keep out. Uh, Brad. So over to Brad. Evening, super coaches. All the super coaches out there. Good evening to the panel. Uh, I hope everyone there saw green arrows floating their direction. Uh, a very hard week in super coach for in the magic round. Um, I think the average score was around about uh, just over a thousand. Um, lots of uh, failed stars this week. A few injury outs uh, kept us on our toes all weekend and made it very trying at times. Um, this week I'm going to talk about uh, a couple of uh, players PPM-wise or, or just stats-wise that really showed out on the weekend. I'm not really going to talk about um, uh, the centres or fullbacks that are available for buy-around just yet. Uh, we'll probably have a look at those next week, um, but really waiting on news of Turbo. Um, at the moment, you know, no news is really uh, quite frustrating, I guess, for owners. I'm not an owner, but... Um, it looks like you're, you're probably going to have to, I would assume, be, you'll be benching him this week and then seeing what's going to happen in, in the weeks to come. Um, we're not even sure if he'll get an origin berth at, at this rate. He certainly, uh, it did appear to be quite busted up to me on the, on the weekend. Um, and, you know, I would be thinking he's got a couple of weeks out to try to get himself back up and running, but uh, we'll wait and see how we go. All right, the first one we'll look at this week. Um, young bloke here, Fletcher Baker. Now, all these players I'm going to mention tonight aren't necessarily, I'm not saying, in fact, I don't mean this any week, but I'm not saying buy them now. What I am saying is put them in your little black book, have a good think about it, um, or if you do need to generate some cash, etc. all of these blokes are, are worthy of a, some thought, and I'll tell you why. So, particularly with this bloke, Pletcher Baker, only 260k, um, so quite cheap. Particularly, why he interests me is that he, uh, this week he got 44 in 32 minutes, um, which obviously gives him quite a healthy PPM, all in base. You know, there's no attacking there really to pump him up at all, so he was um, very base heavy. He, uh, He's only had one game this year where his PPM has slipped below one, and even then I think it was 0.9 in that game. Um, so if he's get given minutes, he is going to go okay. Now, where this becomes important, the injury to Victor the Inflictor means that somebody is going to have to benefit. Now, no doubt Nat Butcher is going to benefit some, but if Nat Butcher is going to benefit, so is the next bloke on the uh, pegging order, which is Fletcher Baker. Uh, Lindsay Collins will be floating off into the origin camp very shortly, so even more minutes. Uh, another good point to him is he's a dual, his second row, front row. Um, now, if we look at it, he's only got a BE of 12. Now, if uh, you buy him at 260 now, um, According to my maths, if he averages between 40 and 60, he'll probably, by round 16, which is probably when you're going to be due to sell him, 
um, he could quite well have made at least 140 or just a bit over 140k, which is a very nice little price increase and will probably get you into a nice bench forward for the run home that will also play the 17. Um, so there is a plan there. So if you get him in, there is a, there is a plan. There is a plan in place. Um, and he's certainly not the worst. He's been going very nicely, uh, ticking a few boxes. But, you know, if you do get him, this is probably going to be the week that you should be considering him. Uh, the next one is Tahu Harris. Now, you know, to most super coaches, this bloke has been a bit of a uh, half a start over the last few years. Um, in 2021, uh, he averaged 68, so just a bit underneath 70. Uh, with a PPM of one for the entire year. Um, but he got a fairly low score on the weekend. But the, the big thing is, is he got that score in only uh, 27 minutes, I think he played. So he got 34 and 27 minutes, gives him a nice little uh, tick of around about 1.2 PPM. Um, so he, he's he, the signs are very good if he gets some minutes, which I'm sure he will. Um you know, I, I think the Warriors will be looking to inject him more and more as each week goes on. Um, why the low score is important is that, of course, is going to sit in his rolling average, which means uh, when he plays that third game um, at round 12, he will drop in price. So for round 13, he should just about be ripe for the picking. I'm hoping probably around about 520. He should drop from about 600 to 520. Put him in your black book. I think he's... Um, that low score, and he, as I said, and his rolling average is, is going to work in the favour of a lot of super coaches who are looking um, for somebody of his quality to uh, to rest in their side, uh, particularly when we've been struggling all year with trying to get some consistency in the back row area. Um, usually every single super coach year has been one of the, uh, you know, if you've got a strong second row, or in front row, you could play around with your other uh, positions um, and not really touch them too much, where this year is completely the opposite. I mean, the, the uh, second row stocks have been very frustrating, just to say the least, um, uh, with consistency and, and trying to, to get a <laughs> trying to get a, a good uh, second row team on the paddock every single week. Um, so... Tahu Harris, yeah, give him some thought. Um, the last one in this group is uh, Potawaka from the Titans. Potawaka, again, has been one on... I've owned him a couple of times over the last few years uh, and hasn't let me down at any time. Um, he's got a three-round average of 63 at the moment. Uh, he's got a BE of only 32. Um, he's worth 497, so he hasn't cracked the 500 yet. But obviously next week, you would think he will. Um, uh, in 2021, he had an average of um, 60 at 1.2 ppm over the entire year, uh, which bodes well. Now, the reason this bloke really... Uh, I didn't look at this bloke at all at any time because uh, we were assuming that he was a certainty for state of origin. However, news reports have come out that he hasn't even been contacted by the Queensland Origin team, uh, selectors or 
management, Billy Slater, any of them, uh, at this point in time. So it, the assumption is, is that he's possibly not in the reckoning for origin. If that is the case, uh, Mo Potawaka would be a great third or fourth bench uh, front row forward. You know, you could have Haas, you could have Papa Lee here and have him sitting as your, your backup front rower and, and he's not going to let you down. He, he does some great work every single time. You might not get the minutes that um, you'd be hoping for sometimes, but uh, it is a pity because he does have a big, big motor. So what's, that, what's this space? What's the news reports? And if he's out of origin selection, um, I, for one, will probably be very, very interested in jumping on him as quick as I can. You know, I, I find him um, a very juicy prospect, given those figures that I've just said. You know, any front row forward averaging over 60 is, is one you should be, um, yeah, having a bit of interest in. All right, last but not least, and I need some of the panel's help with this one, I think, tonight. Um, it's more of a question for the panel. But this bloke here now, obviously his PPM is through the roof. Uh, he has a five-round average of 8.5, so not really through the roof, but for a halfback it certainly is through the roof. Um, anybody, a halfback that gets more than uh, one PPM is, um, yeah, is, is terrific. Um and that's a five-round average of 85, a BE of only 21 this week. Uh, but he will go up by 40K um, next week, even with a fairly modest score. He should, you know, go up by that. It's worth 682 at the moment. So he's, a, you know, he's starting to get – he's not quite in that premium end of the, the Clearies, et cetera, and Hines, but he's sitting behind them by a little bit. But if he keeps on having an average of 85, he'll be there in a couple of weeks, damn quickly, very quick. Um, so far this year, he's earned 200K uh, for owners. If you got on him early, he's he certainly um, got you some cash. He doesn't look like he's going to play Origin. He's not in the, the uh, he's not in the interest of anybody for for Origin's sake at all at the moment. So the question to all the boys uh, and to all the super coaches out there, fire in your questions on the, the live Facebook feed if you want, is um, is Reynolds now a relevant player as far as Supercoach is concerned? Never has been. I've never had any interest in him he, at South Sydney. He just didn't seem to, you know, he'd be a consistent 40-pointer every single week. Um, uh but this year, of course, he's completely changed that. Is it because he's the main man? There's no Katie Walker there. It's just Reynolds driving it. Um, there could be a few reasons. But does this now mean that we should start looking at Reynolds as a serious option, particularly with the round 17 bye um, coming up? So, boys, just give us your thoughts on that one about Reynolds, if he is now becoming into a, a consideration. Um, and we'll see what the responses are like. All right, that's about it, folks. Good luck with your super coaching this week. I won't be making any trades, I don't think. I think it's one of those weeks where I'm just going to uh, uh, sit with what I've got, um, take stock of where I am, which is not very good. <laughs> but I'm winning head-to-head, -head, so that's okay. I'm getting there with the head-to-head -head matches aren't too bad. Um, and that's what I'm concentrating an awful lot on at the moment. I know it's a cop-out when you're going shit. That's what you say. You know, you're not going for overall anymore. You're going for head-to-head. -head. Um, but it also happens to be the truth. 
So anyway, folks, uh, have fun with your super coaching, and until next week, have a good one. Boys, so A-Ray, now I tend to agree with Brad there. Like He, he, he used to go in pictures at, at the, at the Rabbitohs, but was never ever super coach relevant. Has he played his way into super coach relevance at Brisbane? One hundred and ten percent. I said last week six hundred and fifty k. Almost scoffed it off. Smugly. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely yeah. bit me in the ass. He scored every single halfback last weekend, and I don't see many signs of it slowing down. I think. Oh, I like him a lot this year. If I anything, think. the Broncos are only getting stronger. And oh, hundred percent. Every week they're getting better and better and better. Right. And he's got a lot of young. Weapons. Well, and he's a quality half. He's got a great kicking game. He can put it on a pin for anyone. If well, he calls a play and the boys know where to run, the ball will get there. Like, you know what I mean? Freak. Stags can do anything for anywhere. Herbie, I think, is better than Stags. Herbie's good, opinion. bro. And then you got Corey Oates who can score a try off that kicking off game. Nothing. Yep. So, and the back rolls aren't bad either. So, all in all... Flagler's a, a powerhouse, man. He's got no one else that's going to take those creative stats away from him. They don't have it in them, and it's all down to A Ray. And at the moment, he's coming up trumps. Yeah, I'm spewing. I didn't really consider him a few weeks ago when I was playing around with my halves, and he was way cheaper. But uh, I just don't know if I believed. But the the rule, man. Well, I see. If you had jumped on him when Cleary come back at four hundred odd thousand dollars cheaper, you wouldn't be too that's, bad off. Right? That's, no. that's what Brad said. You, you you've made two hundred k if you jumped on. Early, you know, and and, and I think you've and had points. Much the same points as Cleary since then. So yeah, so it's it's he's that guy. Like, if you manage to have both, like I don't think he's ever going to be like that captain option that Cleary is. But I can see him, yeah, being that consistent scorer, continuously getting those attacking stats in that team. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, they look good. I do like the Broncos. They're looking nice with with a good halfback that's guiding him around and can kick him around the park to apply pressure. You know, the forwards are stepping up and doing their job over there. They're looking good. Well, the forwards good. have never been the issue. No, no, no. And but the outside backs never been the issue. It's just it's been, been that... Since ha- Ben Hunt's left, that halfback spot. It's that pairing, right? Like, exactly. Well, it's just, just that halfback. They haven't had a genuine halfback since Ben Hunt left. Well, that was one of their biggest mistakes they made until they got A-Ray in here. Getting rid... Getting rid of a- uh, Getting rid of him. Just killed him. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what... It- you know, as we all know, as you get a bit older, you, you, you get a bit better. The game, halfback, Nave's a freak, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's an um, exception. Nine out of ten don't get their game till their mid to late 20s and then into their 30s and yeah. So. That's it, you got those couple, like even Cooper Cronk, Jonathan Thurston to an extent, they didn't come into their own till their mid to late 20s. Like It they, they took a lot of work for them. They're not like Joey, Nath. Those kind of people, they're freaks. That's a different thing, but yeah, they've definitely come into their own ARA. Like he's 31 now, but I just think just the responsibility to the team around him and everything is just coming up ARA. Yeah, yeah, he's a gun. He, he has he's turned a corner this year. Something. He's just and with Brisbane, you know, them young forwards, they're all keen. Well, his lowest scores are 32 in round one, which yeah, combinations aren't set or anything. And apart from that, he hasn't gone under 50. Yeah, his highest is only one thirteen or one fifteen. Sorry, so he doesn't have the ceiling of Nath, but he doesn't have the floor of, um, I mean, Daly or someone Moses. like that. 
Like yeah. Nathan Hines. Hines, you can get a fullback. So Nathan A-Ray is a half combination. I think it's pretty juicy. Oh, I like it. Yeah, 100%. I didn't, you know, make that switch from Walker to him. And then, I mean, I found the clearer money. So yeah. it, it wasn't out of Walker. Uh, or was it? No, no, no. I had Elias there at the time. Like, yeah. Oh, I spew him. Right, so anyway, thank you very much. To, thank you very much to Brad Smith for all his hard work. Does the articles, Absolutely. does the videos each week. Always gives us something good to ponder. Um, unfortunately for Brad, he hasn't taken his own advice a lot of the season. He's not travelling as well as he None should of be. Do, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, buddy. Uh, but yeah, he, he's really put out some solid advice. If he, the record's there, you go back and you look at what he said, and and he's he's on the money a lot. Um, so we thank him very much for everything he does. Supercoach360.com. If you haven't already checked it out, make sure you do. Um, what is next on the list, but sorry? The buy, hold, sell. I think we're going to, are we? The buy, hold, sell. Oh, I think we've got Watto for that. So we've got Ross's Roundup with the buy, hold, sell. But, of course, Supercoach Hub on Discord always does the buy, hold, sell for us as well because everyone's got different opinions. So we've got Watto jumping in for the buy, hold, sell. And... Big thanks to Ross Mann as well Absolutely. for uh, the roundup he does each week. TLT as well, Teamless Twist. Puts in heaps of hard work. No video this week, unfortunately, but that's all right. So Lucky viewers. <laughs> okay, okay, so f- first one from Ross's roundup. Uh, by Isaiah Papali'i. I mean, I contemplated whether he was... You know, that expensive and he'd already peaked in price, but he's proved yet again with more price gains and more points just stacked on the board, spewing because Con, oh, all weekend, as we know, the captains, uh, you know, like our, our favourites, our guns started all over the park. Con went, I'm going to go the safe option with uh, IPAP, and I was like, oh, I, I don't didn't. know if I want 160. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't because you <laughs> called it, and I've thought all weekend that you did, and I was spewing because you got it right. Well, you should have been happy for me. But it, yeah, well, <laughs> I should have been, but you know how Supercoach works. I'm like, happy with everyone. Well, I... Um, yeah, when they lose. <laughs> so uh, you got Paps as well, Jared? IPAP? Yeah. Yeah, I got IPAP. I got on him fairly early. I seen him, yeah. you know, just the consistency with him and you know what you're going to get from IPAP. Yeah, well, see, he was a he was a beast last year. That's it. And he's just continued year, to continue form. on to this year. Exactly. And well, I hesitated no at the start of the year. I was like, was that the career year? And you know what I mean? Like, you don't, oh, okay, go against the rule of the career year. But he's, he's proving, like, perhaps it wasn't. Maybe it was just a warm-up. If that, like, the dude is an absolute beast. I got on and cheering. I'd be a bit more worried next year at the Tigers. But this year, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know he's guaranteed eighty at the Tigers, though. Yeah, but he doesn't have. Yeah, that's that story for another day. He's, I a, think he's, he's totally a, different. He's a wrecking ball, and if they give him the minutes, he does his job, and he just goes looking under, for under it. Under seventies at the Tigers next year. Ruben Cotter. Any boys jump on him? Absolutely. I was scared away by Origin, and I'm regretting it. Yeah, I'm the same as you, Jazzy. Yeah, the origin coming up, I was like, oh, is he going to get that bench spot for Queensland? So kind of like holding off on it, and yeah, it's one I regret. Yeah, spewing. Um, I'm, one, I'm one that is highly confident he won't be getting an origin spot in the first game. And you're a Queenslander, and so... I jumped straight on over Lolo this week, laughing all the way to the bank, I think. Yeah. Well, see, I already had Lolo in my team, but yeah, I did have the option to bring him in uh, when I traded Randall out. Went against what? Brad's advice and Actually, once, once you played 80, not on the weekend, unfortunately, only got 64 minutes. But the two weeks before that, and he pumped out over 70 average in 80 minutes. Uh, for me, it's jump on. Yeah, it worked. At 500k. Big Villy Kickow. He has made my squad this week. Yeah, well, 
You know what you're going to get kicks? Yeah, what? You're going to get a 30 or you're going to get three tries in a try assist or whatever and you're going to go 80 odd. So. Yeah, big rocks and diamonds yeah. with kick out. Like, yeah, as you said, Con, like one week he's he could be there pumping out an 80, you know, he scores a couple of tries. Next week he's pumping out a 30. Those are like consistency is the biggest thing with kick out. Well, but he does play 13 though, so that is an upside as well there too. My, my big thing with him on the weekend, he had attacking stats galore and still couldn't crack 100. Oh, that's a worry for me, personally. Yeah, well, but... I know IPAP scored two tries and only got one thirteen. people will say, but IPAP's a totally different beast. I mean, Kicks is just so dominant and strong. He seems to be a go-to pay- play for the Panthers. Uh, but you know some I mean? weeks he's not. Pressure. Some weeks you know yourself. He's that decoy runner where he touched the ball four times and he'll just run through as a decoy. Yeah. Well, so, they, so... they don't... They don't. That's Penrith's thing. They don't do the same thing week in, week out. No. Like Tago, three weeks in a row, sub fifties, yeah. bang, hundred. Yeah, you'd hate to be one that uh, jumped off Tago too early. I mean, but let's be honest: if anyone had Tago as a double uh, try scorer against the Storm, like in their multi on the weekend, you're pissing yourself before I the game. I don't think so. I don't know. The, with those, uh, with that... Remus and Hughes out on that side. Yeah, but I'm talking Penrith's about dominant left. Hugh... Pe- Melbourne's right side defense is already weak at full strength. Take away two. Key components on that side, Jerome Hughes, who organises the defence, it's going to be a schmozzle. Jerome Hughes news came out six hours before. You know what I, I mean? I heard people talking about it on Friday night. Really? So 24 hours before, yeah. at most. Yeah, there was rumours floating around. That's it, after Captain's run. And it only got confirmed during Saturday. So, you know, it's like if you made your bet on Thursday night, you were looking at it pissing yourself. Once Hughes came out, it's like, all right, sweet. We've got a better chance of winning. I'm not going to go off track on the Panthers, though, this week. But, you know... No, it was a given win once Hughes was out. Yeah. I don't think either side would be reading anything into that result at all. David Clemmer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Love him. Get him in. Well, I mentioned him last week on my uh, buy, hold, sell. and had him in there as a sneaky pot at 2% ownership. So, yeah, I think he's a great option. Anyone want to quickly pull up what he's at now? He's, he's 558. I think he's just under 600k now. But his base is just amazing. And he's getting the minutes at the same time too. And he's pretty much the only one doing anything now for Woodpack. Saifidi brothers have gone absolutely missing this year. Frizz is back this week. Barney had a good weekend. I think Barney's a good lookout for a buyer. I think it's only 30k from Randall to him. If you've got the jewels with Cotter, I'm thinking about it. And yeah, like Clemens, I think given he'll be up there with Huss for average at the end of the year. Still a super pod, three percent of teams, uh, break even of 47, easily achievable. You're not worried about origin. I mean, well, that's, I think that's why he's still three percent because nobody wants to get him in because he doesn't play thirteen. Yeah, fuck that shit. Get yeah, yeah, that's it. If he's pumping if he's, out, yeah, that's it. If he's outscoring Tarpany by twenty points every week, that's extra twenty points for you. But well, that's 
Tarpney gets a 60 if he's lucky in round 13. By then, Clem has already outscored him by 60. Yeah, 100%. Uh, anyone else you've got to add to that list? I believe that was all that was on the bias. No, I've got Ryan Madison. If you don't have Ryan Madison and you can get him into your team, I think you're silly, silly, silly not to, especially starting lock this week. I think jump on board, ride the Maddo train. Toot, toot. Yeah, I agree with um, Con there on that. Yeah, get on Maddo. Got a low break even this week and it's 660K. It's kind of the week to jump on or, you know, you might just miss him. Yeah. I've, I've got another one too, sorry. Um, people may roll their eyes and call me cray-cray, like Tay-Tay, but uh, Jake... Jack Murchie, starting lock for the Warriors this week. He played 80 minutes on the edge last week for, I think it was a 57 in just pure base. He won't get 80 minutes at lock, but he looked out of place on the edge last weekend. I think middle's his spot, and I can see him working and getting those still 40-odd tackles and still having 10-odd runs, and I think he's a great buy at 270K. I'm going to disagree with you there, Con. Like I think Time with go home, with, <laughs> with with current with current due back, he's going to be taking his spot any any minute now. Who? Current. Current. Yeah, fair call. When's he due back? Uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, should be shouldn't be too much longer now. A couple of weeks. So, say Jack Murphy has three or four weeks. He might not get that three or four weeks. Though. Could it be one or it could be two? It could be four. Yes, yeah, possibility. All right, fair enough. And with Nathan Brown. I don't think you ever fucking know. Yeah, you know, you don't know what's going on the rotation there. Like, he could earn his way into a starting spot. I don't know. Like, he could move into front row. Like, front row has been going great. Like, I know they're big names, Lodge and Fanil Blake, but they haven't exactly been set. Do it. Say it. Say it. Nah, nah. Not getting any satisfaction. Um, Holds. Bang. Well, can no. I just jump in there for a minute? Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I was just thinking, yeah, like a, a couple of sneaky pods there. I think um, one to look at maybe for round 13. You know, this is a bit of a flyer, but Mario Tuolagi, you know, he's been scoring a few tries lately. The Cowboys are in some good form. If you're looking for a player for 13, I think, yeah, he could be a sneaky one there. The biggest thing about the Cowboys, too, they're probably only going to use Bell to Origin. Park Nat, that'll be full strength through exactly that period, gone. too, so... Oh, I, I do like that, and he can find a try. And that, and that pass on the weekend, oh, my God. That was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. That was absolutely crazy. From Pretty much buried into the front row, and he just flicked his pass out, and yeah, crazy. Yeah, sensational try that was. Um, And I do have one more. But, yeah, we'll come back to it. All right, hold. The only one on Ross's list is Lolo. Todd Payton gave him a big rest Sunday night and not coming on after his first stint. So don't go penetrating him just yet. Watch and wait, see what happens. Anyone else you guys are looking at as holds at the moment? Um, Depending on your team, I don't know. No? All right, sweet ass. Cool, moving on to the cells. Talakai. 670k. How much you dropped this week? 70 odd. 93k. 93k. Great. Thanks, boys. Cheering. Don't sell him, Jazzy. Don't sell him. I got bought him. I only traded him. I in told you to sell him at the start of the night. You shouldn't have listened to me. For the hundred. For the. I only bought him in for the 100k crash card, boys. No, no, no. He gets dual position three rounds, but I want to keep the 200k, boys. No, 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 no. no. How many points did you get me, boys? How many? How many? Yeah, just like 30 odd. 30 odd. Exactly. 35? Lost. Lost me 100k. Don't give a. 
pretty much wasted the trade bringing him in now. Lost 100k that I gained. I'm going to stick to my plan. And that's I told my you not lesson. to bring him in from the start, so you don't blame me. No, 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 but I bought him in for my plan and my reason, and that is So how's your plan to fail? Not mine. But... <laughs> so, spewing. But he is out this week. Kicks and Maddo, the two, which I'm actually bringing into my team because uh, I've already got people like IPAP and stuff. Uh, on the sell list, though, Talakai, Katoni Staggs, not really cutting it. Kelma Tuolangi, probably pretty much time oh, to upgrade. Oh, yeah, no, Tuolangi, yeah. Time to move on. He's he's benched now. Yeah, he's just going to lose cash. Yeah, that's it. He's hit his break-even. Time to go. In fact, I think he's higher than his break-even. Yeah, he's going to start le- leaking cash. Tuolangi for me will sell last week. Katoni Staggs, I wouldn't sell. No? No. I, I think he's in the same boat as Xavier Coach. You buy him. For their big ones. You don't buy them for their little ones, and you don't sell them for their little ones. You don't sell them after their big ones. So you just got to ride the coast with stags, coats, and players like that. Now, look, I know the weather was average, and I know it was up against the Panthers, and they didn't have two of their key members in their spine. But... Eight points is horrendous. Absolutely. If he doesn't get attacking stats, he's tits on a bull. I'm, but, I'm considering selling him. I'm considering milking the I, cash I and selling him. I understand that, but when he goes back-to-back hundreds in two weeks... Yeah, I know, like, but... Like, yeah, he's one of those players where you just got to ride the highs, you got to ride the lows. Like, SJ, for many years, was the exact same in the half-back position, but you'd buy him because you know at the end of the year he'd come up trumps. And that's what Stags and Oates Coates are for me. Well, no, Coates was a cheapie because of the club move. Well, it's three hundred odd thousand. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Take the cash, run. That's what I'm considering. So, like, I don't know. He's gotten that low score. If he scores low again this week, he's going to leak a ton of cash. Yep. And he's going to have those two scores in his rolling average. So I'm Absolutely. thinking, you know what? Maybe risk it for the biscuit. But like I said, I agree with your train of thought. And I know the conditions were bad on Saturday night, like, and it was a hard game. And, Apparently, you know, had a groin issue as well. So, but then again, niggling injury only sways me towards maybe Absolutely. I'm on the money. Selling like Teddy, Big Ted did with Paps. Pardon? Yeah, 185 well. 185 points later. <laughs> 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 All right. That'll make a good bite later on. Tommy Travojevic, last person on the sell list from Ross's Roundup. Nah. Um, I mean, same thing. He could leak a ton of cash, man. Mm-hmm. Especially if that knee thing is more than a knee thing. Like you said, if it's an older injury, could take longer to heal. Could be something more... Could be infection or something, surgery, cleaning out, and all sorts of things. Oh, I'm torn. I mean, I didn't go in for that reason. I went Nico over him, banked the 200 instead, just because I think Nico's the safer option. Yeah, I didn't get a turbo myself. I went a pod play and I uh, brought in Ruben Garrick to a big 20. Ooh, so, yeah, right. that was a bit of a rough one, but you know, he's going to get He'll the pay ju- off. He's, he's going to get same. the dual fullback CTW. He's going to play fullback while Turbo's at Origin if he's healthy. Yeah. And, or longer if he's not, and that knee exactly. does become an issue. Anyone else you got on your cells, Watto? Uh, yeah, so one I got in my team that didn't kind of work out at the moment is David Nofaloom. I got him as kind of a pod a couple of weeks ago. I made 70K off him, so that was good. But um, with this concussion out, I, you know, I thought he would have been back in the team by now, but he's still not there. So I'm looking and thinking maybe getting on Joey Manu. I think he's going to be good. Also, you buy around, going to pl- cover full back for Teddy. So, yeah, I think time to jump on him. I like Joey too. Yeah, definitely could be a pod move over that. We've I mean, we've already covered it a couple of weeks ago. I think we mentioned it. Like Meads definitely. He, he he looks the goods. He's a worker, and we know he's going to get that fullback spot over um, Origin period. 
Can the Roosters afford to rest him? No. Absolutely not. They're, they've only just started to show a little bit of form at the moment, started to get a bit of consistency about themselves. To rest Joey Manu or any of their stars right now would just be absolutely suicide for their season. Joey Manu will play every single game he's fit and available for, no questions asked. Some at fullback, some at 5'8", because Sam Walker's going to get a rest time. Going to assume Teddy will play Origin, might get a rest. I don't think so because they're not in a position to do it. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna score some points, old Joey. And at six hundred k, I think he's gonna be the cheapest you'll get him till a couple of weeks after Origin too. So it's now or never kind of thing. Uh, just going back there for a bit too on the holds list. Um, I've noticed Max King's been on the sell list a lot this week. Like, yeah, he does have a high break even, but I think, you know, it's another number for round 13. You may as well just hold him and, you know, just move him on after. I think if, if you didn't sell him a month ago, you just hold him now and, yeah, take that 30-odd points or whatever in round 13. Because there's, you can't, unless you've got a lot of money to upgrade him to a clamor or something, there's no cheapy coming through to downgrade him to to make the most of that money. It's, yeah, it's too late now. And I think that's the end of the buy, hold, sell wrap for this week. And now we are going to move on to whatever Juzzy says. You've got the list. Yeah, it's I know, half time. The, the list was, didn't, the list was well off oh. right from the start. Um, we're going to go to Berg's Most Traded In and Out this week and see what we all think of it. Yeah, and then we've got Teddy Woods coming up after that to talk um, his strategy for this year, what he's done, how he's done it, why he's done it, and what he's right. going on. Right, the most outs for the week, uh, so far anyway, is only Tuesday. Coates, everyone's disheartened by his nine, they're getting off. Um, eight. Or eight, even worse. But yeah, he's most traded. Then Randall, now... Is it time to get rid of Randall? Absolutely. Yeah. Talakai, another big trade out this week. So I would have sold him last week, but... Yeah. And then Max King. Don't you fucking say he would have sold him last week. How dare you? And Tuolungi, which I, I fully get Tuolungi, but... Oh, Tuolungi should have been gone weeks ago too. Um, Yeah, and then at... I just want to make a special mention to at, at number nine on the most traded out was Turbo. Which... Yeah. I dare say half of those people brought him in last week too. Hundred percent. You know, hundred percent. They went from Pappy to Turbo last uh, week. It's beyond. It's it's the definition of a rage trade. Yeah. So you, you, all good trades for use. Um, for me, I'm I'm holding on to King and probably Tuolungi unless I can upgrade Tuolungi to Mado, which no, I should have done. But they're nightmares, both of them. If I can upgrade them, I'm flicking them. Yeah, I made the cash and then upgraded Tuolungi. Um, can't remember who it got. Yeah, I went too long. Week, but... I last week. Yeah, nailed it. Happy days. I think, I, went to, I think that's how I got IPAP. Yeah. And then the most traded in this week, no surprises for me, Cotter, then IPAP, then Manu, Joey Manu, Maddo, yep. and Kicks just quickly on those two. Uh, Teddy asked me a question off air over there just shortly ago. Who's the bigger priority this week, Manu or Maddo, if you're not worried about 13? Maddo is consistent. Manu's a risk. He's gotten a couple of low scores. If they cut him out of play, I'd use him as a decoy. Con? I'd probably just go Manu. Why? No, sorry. Richo. I'd probably just go Maddo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd probably just go Richo. Maddo. Li- oh. Richo. Just because just 
Of the Roosters draw. Yeah, yeah. It's horrendous. They play Parramatta, Parramatta, Penrith, Penrith, Storm. Like, they've got a horrible draw coming up. Like, for me, Maddo won't score tries every week. Absolutely you not. Know but he's going so, 70 every week. Yeah, but it, oh, well, well, you know what? even more better. You know what? That worries me starting, like, as a starter, he gets knocked out a lot. Like, a hell of a lot. No, he's been knocked out three or four times in his career. He's played, like, 100-odd games. Yeah, I know. That's true. Strike right? He, he should be. Pretty he should have played, should have played probably 150 by now. Probably. But head knocks has kept him out. Berg's so, traded him in the week that that happened, you know like, what? three I, or four yeah, times as I've well. Had you know what I mean? I've had him... Every year for the past three years, lost him to head knocks, man. You know, but what? what um, why did you have him every year for the last three or four years? Because you know, he, yeah, because he's a sheet and he pumps out the but points. The drama, the drama is like. Well, it short, doesn't matter. You got to deal with that consequence. Turbo, ride the yeah, waves. Ride the waves till it breaks, bro. Just That's it. you know exactly, what I mean. Jazzy. Good, good. Certain oh. reference here, man. And then yeah, metaphor. So that's the most traded in. So. That's that's us done for the trade in and outs this week. All right, let's welcome Big Ted to the show again. All right, Teddy, Teddy Woods. You know what? Ted's come all the way from Auckland, New Zealand. We'll come all the way from New Zealand. Not exactly Auckland, but no, nah, but uh, yeah, still choice, bro. Auckland, Auckland, there you go. And uh, he's come to us to join us, and we wanted to dissect his strategy for the year because. He's went full hectic at the start of the year. Trade, trade, trade. Boost, boost, boost. Bap, bap, bap. And has it worked, Teddy? Well, has it worked for me? I'm currently just ranked just outside of the top 1,200. I got to the lofty heights. Here we go. I got to the lofty heights of the, like, 200 and something. And and then of course you know I choked or you know like I don't know whether anyone's been up around those those lofty heights probably plenty of blokes have not but, for a long time yeah I know but you know like I got there and I just went oh I'm just going to do something left field and looked into the crystal ball boys you know how it goes and you go like this is going to make or break me mate and you know like I can remember it oh you know of course I regularly message the boys and I go hey boys look at these trades here and they're looking at me and they're going you're an idiot big Ted you know yeah don't do it don't do it panic don't do it and I go nah I'm doing it (laughs) going in deep and and, mate yeah Pappy they captained him for his 150 or 180, and I got a, what was it for the week, about a 20 or something yeah. like that. Not good. Uh, yeah, but I've certainly not been but shy all, at trading. But all in, all in all, so at the start of the year, you've created your team. After yeah. week one, you've gone, fuck, this is shit. And you've boosted, you've used two trades, and then the next week you've gone, fuck, I haven't really fixed this shit. And you've boosted and used two trades again, or what was your theory behind using those boosts in the first two weeks? Okay, well, this was my theory straight up. I didn't start with Munster, and I didn't start with Harry because you know, like I'm thinking, I get around to. Did you start with Brandon Smith? Nah, I still don't like the cheese. But after everything that's been said about the cheese tonight, getting 80 starting and that, um, I don't know. The cheese is interesting to me. Who said he's getting 80 starting? No, oh. last year when he was starting. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Oh no, that must have been in the off-field chat that we were having. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. sorry about that. No, 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 no. But but no, well, I didn't start with him. Who did you start with? Oh, Reed Marnie. My field again thing here. That's right. Yeah, right, no, so, that so it didn't start well for you, obviously. No, look, you, look, I got suckered in, you know, because I'm going like this. Start the season with Cody, start the season with Teddy, and like everyone that started with him, um, I think it was... You, you started know, the season ben- with Cody? 
Started with him because I love Cody. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Cody? I'm going like this. Stack the stack the middle of the paddock. You know, do something left field. Put Teddy in there because they're proven guns. And me, eternal trade rate. You know, just rage trade. Just like can't help myself. I go like this. Oh, look, it's carrying on from last year, right? <laughs> rage, rage. So, so, mate, Teddy gone. Okay, this is my round one trades, right? You know. I watch Tedesco and I go, something wrong here, mate. He, he's off, right? Which he was, like he's starting to find some yeah, form so now. The whole roosters right? were off. Off, rotten, right? So, mate, out goes Tedesco, out goes Walker, out goes Hunt. Like, I started with Hunt. I see he's actually getting a run for the uh, Sharks this week. Yeah. But I put Royce Hunt in. Oh, so that's Royce in. Early... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's Royce Hunt. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. No, so I put him in thinking he might get a start. Instead, they give it to that spud for feeder birds. So I go, like oh, no. oh, I go, what kind of super coach are you? Especially when, mate, you know, like, I started the first round, no shit, ranked like 65,000. And, and and I go, I'm, you know, hang on, I go, Fuck it. I don't know what I'm doing. I go, this is crazy, right? So so I go out with Tedesco. Yeah, so all in all, week one, great trades. Great trades, gone. Round two, like everyone I hear these days going, oh, I finally got to get rid of Bullymore. Well, after he scored his rampaging try in the first game, I think he got a runaway try in his first game yeah, or something like that. I said... Out he goes, so mate, Bullymore was out, Violia was out, Man was out, and I brought in, um, you know, like everyone, I think I got suckered by this Hiku, and mate, everyone's going, oh, Peter Hiku, mate, going to be a stud up there, I think he was on about every other podcast, everyone was going, get on the Hiku train, so I'm a bit, you know, like, I got suckered. Well, hindsight, if I had done those trades, fucked off Violia and Bullymore in those two weeks... In that week, oh, my team would have been looking much better right now too. But get em, get I stuck on, and mate, I'm regretting it. Like... AE nightmares for me right now. Both of them, I can't do anything. I can't get rid of them. I can't. And they do, and they're worth no money. You're gonna burn a trade. You're gonna burn it. a boost. That's what I mean. I'm stuck. And that's why, I, mate, the rage. I tell you what. I was fueling it with these boosts. It was like every week yeah. I'm messaging Boogs, Boogs, yeah. Boogs, what do you reckon of this? Boost and I can't help it, Boogs. And then Boog being stingy going, no, sticking to the so Bible. Boost, but right, didn't boost. boost. All in all, you brought in Penasini in May. Great they, well, they were my cash. Well, they were my cash generators. But they yeah, were my uh, cash. Yeah, so they were great. So all in all, that's a, that's a plus that week. That's a plus. We're giving out a B plus. Thank you very much. Round four then. Round getting rid four. of Marnie, Brandon Grant, Grant. no-brainer, absolutely for everyone. Arrow out for Josh King, I'm Josh assuming. Josh King, Josh King, because he was hitting it. Great buy. Mama C for Jones, meh. Well, Brody Jones, because I'm a newie boy at heart, you know. I, you I know, understand, I know. You know me there was a lot of talk. It. He was reasonably cheap. If he didn't hurt his elbow, well, I do believe he probably just would have made his break-evens now. He might be up around 450 yeah. or something. But, you know, like I brought him in just as a gap filler. And, mate, it suited the rage. That was what was left. Well, I went, Newey boy getting him. He's a jewel too, second row. Center. No, 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 second no, row no. only. No, oh. Mama Sia was the jewel there. Mama, I think Mama Sia was the jewel. Yeah. Right, so, right. Then, so then you boosted again for four boosted weeks it. in a uh, three out of four weeks. I boosted until I got no boost, mate. They were there, and I thought, mate, 
you know, no one's done it. There's no right from wrong. And by this stage, I'm like at about rank 200, coming up from 65. I'm going, well, all you guys that don't want to boost, maybe you're going to catch me with a wet sail, but the air gets thin up there in the high hundreds and that, you know. <laughs> thin air, you know, rage. Mate, there's, there's nothing worse. I know. Do you think you made the right trades that round, but well, looking back, they look looking not back, great in hindsight. Well, no, not great in hindsight, but but when I traded out Payne Haas to bring in Cleary, traded out to Vita Pangai, like earlier off screen today, Boogs is going, just, just Pangai was going to be my POD, and he really didn't even get an offload out this week. So so with a bit of hindsight, not not such a bad trade. Well, some, some weeks he offloads 14 times, and other weeks he's... Oh, yeah. Does he run the balls? You know, I'm really surprised he's only had one sort of like, you know, Pangoy moment so far this season. So, you know, so, so, so someone must be in his ear up there doing something. I I think Gus is not even on a short leash. Because I'm sure he's going to like kill the ref and eat him raw or something like (laughs) that, you know. Who knows? You know, so round six, Nanoi was out. Gone. So that this is your last boost. Yeah, this is the last round boost. six. You've used five boosts. And then I'm going. You know what? I get the crystal ball out. I ring Bergs up. Go. Got to trade out Pappenhausen. So what? Pappenhausen's gone again. Out. Tedesco in. After I got rid of Tedesco in, mate. Round one. I'm bringing him. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Back in, I'm going. What am I doing, mate? The rage—it's uncontrolled. Dude, you know what? You got trade happy, and that, that's trade happy. But because my moves went a bit askew, I then go like this: I've still got a trade, mate. I've still got <laughs> a that, trade. Is that Cody Walker being traded back in that's, round six? No, that no, Sam that Walker. was a Sam Walker, which actually was a little bit of a. It was left field because at the time he was like owned by about three percent for a reason. And I'm going like this, right? Tedesco wasn't quite hitting it, but then I could see him starting to come back, getting yeah. good. And I'm going, um, oh, that's why you brought him next round. I brought him. <laughs> Don't know why. My trades are atrocious, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> stop it, right? You traded him. So you traded him out the next round. <laughs> so I traded him out the next round, right? And then, and then I go like this. No, well, what it was was that, of course, I had Katoni Steggs in my team, so I'm suffering from Katoni Steggs disease amongst trade rage. So, mate, she's up, mate. Like I'm in free fall in total spin. Texting the boys going every week, mate, boys, what do you reckon these trades are? They're going, you're an idiot, Big Ted. Just stop. Can you can you help him, on with his trade I don't addiction? Know. All right. <laughs> Judging by his attitude, he just goes willy nilly. Yeah. Right. He's got a feeling, and it's a good feeling. No, and but, rolling no, but, with no it. but boy, seriously, coming round 13, of course I'm set, you know. So, like, these might sound crazy trades bringing out Pappenhausen out three times, and like, you know, but, but for every time that I've ripped my team apart, I've only ripped it apart at the bottom end of it, transferring those fullbacks around, right? So, every other trade. You, you know, like it looks crazy, 
But I've actually bought in like Ruben Cotter at that time. I've oh. bought in Joseph Suwali. Oh. I bought in May. I bought in Tago. I've bought but in all, all these you've guys. You've also brought in Bunty Afoa. Mate, the big buddy, Mo- mate. Moali from bloody... And Brody Jones. Yeah, but see... Like, when... Some of the trades, I think Bergs is right. You just want to trade someone and have to do it and they shouldn't have been traded. Yeah, no, now, but... I think you could have been in a much better... Like, you traded Teddy in... Yeah. At 648k yep. a week, lady traded him out 611k. That's what I don't And mind. then he went bang, bang, bang. And, and then, and then my current rank, which is like 1200. Well, I think that right? was just a trade that you oh, didn't have trade, to right? make. What do you got oh. left to, for trades? Okay. 17, 17 I've got trades. 17 trades left, Bergs, right? And then come mate, round 13, I'm just gonna sting it, and because I'm set, right? You know, like, these guys, like, still chasing, trying to bring these people in. I think about the only people I've got to bring in left now for my team might be uh, Maddo to beef up the second row. I'm thinking of moving um, maybe Cotter down from the from the spare hooker spot and getting rid of a Kilmer or getting rid of a Brody Jones, bringing in the Wolford because if he's going to be starting down at Canberra now, he's, he's a really sneaky, juicy pod. Yeah, yeah. And that just might free up... If I can move some of my centres around through Jules, I still might be able to get Meadow in. If I'm short of Meadow, I think I might go for the Manu trade because I think that uh, the Roosters will utilise him, you know, and I think, I don't know, I think him with Suwali and, you know, the giraffe on the other side, I think that they're going to be pretty dangerous even without Teddy. What are you got anything you want to say on to what Teddy's doing? Is he mad? Is he anything? Yeah, so Teddy may be a bit mad going crazy with his trades, but, I mean, everyone's got their own strategy in the way they like to play Supercoach. Who's to say that Teddy's strategy is the wrong strategy, you know, it might work. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things that's trial and error this year with, especially the way, um, you know, like we've first, first year we've got the trade boosts. So who knows what strategy is going to work until the end of the season. 100%. Teddy could end up winning this whole thing and everyone go, fuck, he was a genius. (laughs) Or he could end up coming 50th house. He's like, yeah, Teddy. But I tell you what, though. I reckon I can just picture Sangster and all of them at the start of the year going, you know what, we're going to do some boosts just to, just to spice it a bit. And then knowing that they're feeding people like me, Tommy, you're a bad man. Feed, putting fuel on the fire, mate, you know. But, but hey, of course it is groundbreaking. No one's done it. Who That's knows it. what's wrong? It right? makes it interesting. Who knows, you know? Like, it makes it interesting. Who knows? Well, we've already gone away from the original guns cheapy strategy in the last couple of years, I feel, anyway. And now with this boost, I think it's kind of developing it even more to make it more random at the start of the year. Oh, well, random at the start of the year, you know, like when uh, the, was it No Bananas or something like that won the first round and they were like light years in front of us. It's just been the craziest season. We've just experienced another like magic round, which is like the magic low round, you know, like, you know, these are not crazy scores, you know, like, so who knows what's going to happen, but, you know, just play it by ear, burn them, and who knows, mate, everyone can laugh at me and go, look at the free fall, who cares, but, mate, you've got to be up there to fall. That's it. That's true. All right, um, I think we're going to be moving on to questions right now. Uh, can so I, I quickly think... just jump in for a second? Yeah, buddy, of course. Yeah, sweet. So I'll tell you a bit about um, how my rankings are going and my trades and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so 
as far as trades are going so far, I've got 23 left. I'll probably make two this week. I'm thinking this week I'm probably going to go... I've got Wilton sitting there on my bench. Just had him as a bit of a pod, still held on to him. So I'm thinking I might go him too, probably... I haven't got Lolo yet, so I'm going to go and get Lolo for the buyer, that dual flexibility, the front row, second row. And then I think for me, other trade, I've got to get an offer out with a concussion. He's just... You're not doing it and getting in money. Yeah. And um, as far as ranking goes, I'm um, 4,500, so... You know, I'm doing okay. Not terrible, not great, but what yeah. What you got left for trades? Yeah, 23, like I said before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, see, that's it's not that far away from you in hindsight, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, well, with hindsight, I'd like to have a few more of those trades. <laughs> so where's that extra trade button, Tommy? Where's that extra trade button? I wish I could really find it. Yeah. But no, look. Not worried about Lolo getting rested? Mm. Yeah. Well, you get 24 points on the weekend, and like he was all smiles after the game, you know, rubbing shoulders, you know, with, uh, you know, with mate the Tigers, I think. And but mate, he was hardly seen. I didn't think he had a grass stain on his jersey. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. I was spewing. <laughs> I, I was spewing, <laughs> mate. But yeah, so not worried about that, Auto. Oh, there is some slight worry about that, but um, and I'll reassess. I'll no, my like I'll um probably change my trades like another five times during the week anyway. Oh, five times during the week, that's restraint. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't know, you know, like to get to my trade, sometimes I might, I don't know, you know, do two or three or four trades each day, have a look at it, think about it, come back and hit that reset button to go again, you know, just try and move it around so it just suits your team, you know? Yeah, yeah. You shut that phone, won't you? All right, so we're going to move on to some questions, are we? Did you say, Con? Um, Jazz, are you doing the live ones? I will go. Yeah, mate, I'll go and find our other questions. Let the boys jump in. Just jump, jump next to Wado. Um, oh, here we go. This is okay. from Ryan. Ryan said, "Saw Tom at the Magic Ground on Friday night, and he said, due to the early success of boosts this season, they could increase them next season." Really. That would just be like heaven, Sangster. Not for not for you, mate. You <laughs> got an addiction. Me. You're kidding yourself, mate. Maybe going round it would seven. Be um, all right. Just quick. Just quickly, I'll start. With, I'll start with Saxy because Saxy's a legend. Saxy is a Saxy, and it's not super coach related, but he's not even joking. He's been a hundred percent legit here. Does Jazzy look like Albany, Anthony Albanese? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He fucking does. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-drugs for Anthony. Uh, <laughs> all right, Michael Dakai. Sup, fellas? Looking to get off the Coats Express via jewels and trade in any second row forward or centre under 606k? Yes. Manu or Cotter? Yeah, I'd be on Manu. Just yeah. like, plays the boy. Just purely plays the boy. Yeah. Do Con- you guys think that Cotter is going to get the call up to the to the Maroons? It's hard to say. That's why I kind of held off buying him. I thought, you know, I might get him on the actual round if he doesn't play. Con Origin. says no. He don't think he'll play Origin one, but. You, you really don't know, hey, unless you're Oh, the well, when the Blues give him a good old touch-up, they might, like, change their cheek around, too. So, so maybe he is safe boy, then. Maybe he is a safe boy. Yeah. 
All right, Cade Burgess, what do you think will happen to Talakai's points now with Graham in the starting side? Oh, yeah, that is concerning. Also, how do we think Madison's points will be affected with him starting and not off the bench? We'll go with, the t- with Talakai's. Graham, for me, he's very much a runner. He's not giving it. Uh, I, I think he's not giving it because he can't keep up. Personally, he's not fit enough. Um, but that's just what I'm saying. Uh, what about you, boys? Yeah, Wade Graham, like, you know, his best days are behind him. All them concussions have got to be getting to him. I actually wouldn't have been surprised if he did retire, but, you know, he's still kicking on. But, yeah, he's always been one of those players. He's looking, you know, he's looking to run first and then kick second, and then lastly he's looking to pass. Yeah. What about you? Well, you know, Wade Graham, he's had the fairy tale career, you know, ball boy at origin, first grade, played a million games, done it all. I think they like him around there. Maybe they might name one of those new stands after him. So for them to give him his last season out, you know, to put him in, I think he offers the experience. He's probably, a, you know, a step or two slower. He's got a bit of a game on him. I think that there's worse options. But, uh, you know, back onto the Talakai thing, though, you know, like... um. Sure, he was killing it. He, he made some really good scores. Heaps of people got on him. You know, the, everyone was on this guy hard. He hasn't got the DPP yet. They say it's coming. But, like, how much money is he going to lose before he gets there? Oh, I think they've found him out this year. Oh, I don't know whether I'll be getting on him. Well, well, hey, firstly, I've missed him, so it's a bit late for me. But if you got him, that's one of those decisions that an astute coach would probably just have to go, oh, I think he's one I could get rid of. I totally agree. I think you take those points that you banked. Yeah, bank them and take the money. I told Juzzy last week. I regret it. But I also told him a month ago, before I even brought him, don't buy him because he's got one more big price rise in him. And then he's going to plateau. And so, but if I think if you've jumped on and you're waiting for that dual position, I know he's going to lose some cash. But if he's getting 30-plus points in just base a week, that's up there with the best center wings going around. And if he does get those attacking stats, we've seen what he can do. Yeah, but it's just sort of a little bit like the walkers-on situation with him, I think, you know, because, like, you know, we make walkers-on, walkers-on, walkers-on. You know, like, everyone knows where Talakai is now. They're calling him out. He's very audible. He's, he's really audible, you know. So so I think maybe maybe that the teams have got, oh, shit, we missed him first up. And, you know, like, he's ambushed us, a bit of a snooker. But I think that they've got him. And, and if you're owner, or, or, you know, like, I'd be getting off personally, you know. That's just personally. He's a one-trick pony, and the Sharks haven't developed a way to utilise it. Like, they did the first couple of weeks, but now the team's worked it out. They haven't had a plan B to come up with it. Yeah, no, he's a self for me. Maddo's points on the bench affected, yes or no? Maddo starting, will it affect his points, yes or no? Maddo starting, he's only going to improve his points, if anything. Starting, is he going to play... You know, like he's probably good for the first 40 come out, you know, and if they're in the game, he's probably good for 70. If they're putting a score on, they might give him a rest. And so he's probably good for 60, 65. And, and he's going at a, well, a 1.3 or a 1.4 with these crazy scores. And, you know, a couple of meaties, you know, like a, a real astute, brave coach, and it might even see bomb him this week and just go, you know what, I'm biting it. You know, because these backs haven't been hitting it. Is it going to be Papali who hit it this week, or is it going to be Maddo? You know, oh, like... I think 
Sorry. I, I think it's, it's going to be same minutes, same role, same score. Same score. Right. Same score. Can um can can uh Papali keep these meaties coming? You know, is 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 this? He's he just knows where to put himself. He's running off the right hips. You know, he he he's getting bags as little flicks. He he's getting he, he's getting Moses, and you know, like and he's getting Moses doing his work. Uh, and I'm always been a Moses speculator, but had him in and out, made some money off him. They looked a bit flat, but he's getting it back again. So maybe IPAPS is another really good option too, mate. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, IPAPS definitely a great option. I'm thinking of just whacking the VC on him this week. Whack the VC on him, captain on Hines, you know, captain just cover both faces. Yeah, and then Hope Hines doesn't have a like performance they did like the Raiders last week, back and it's twenty nil. Back and, in the halves, this you week. know, yeah, back in the halves. Yeah. But I mean, you you know, just sometimes it just doesn't go their way. Yeah. All right, Brian Ings hit the top three percent and looking for a pod hooker to get me through the first buy. Thinking either Jazz, Reese Robson, Connor Watson, or Wolford from the Raiders, who's now a cash cow. Um, don't know if I'll be hanging me hook on Wolford just yet. Uh, like. To play the buy around like you don't know, you might only play twenty thirty minutes. You don't know yet, so. Well, at the, at the end, of, at the end of the day, if the Raiders get spanked this week, and they get dominated through the middle. There's a good chance Wolford's not there the next week. It's just happened to be that they won last week. They had some opportunities through the middle. He took advantage, and yep. he's got his spot this week. But I definitely wouldn't say he's cemented his spot in that team. But for me, <laughs> no. Nah, look, oh, I don't think he has cemented his spot. And mate, anyone in that team with Sticky, you, you, you know, who, who really knows how that man does play it, you know. But 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 I think he just could be a real sneaky play for someone who's like looking to bring in a bottom dollar to like burn one of their boosts to go. You know what? You've just got to take a risk. You, you know, this game's about taking risks, ultimately. you got to risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, on that, I think also, if you, you're one that's still got Clemmer Tuolagi in your team, I feel like um, if you, yeah, if you could got uh, Cotter up there at hook, you could even flick Cotter down to your second row, and then you could bring Wolford up that way, so and Clemmer. So, yeah, there's also an option there. Um, as far as the other hookers go, the options mentioned, um... I'm not a big fan on Watto this year. Um, yeah, he's just not really seeing the minutes. Um, you know, just sharing it a lot with the role with, you know, well, Verrills is injured now, but, you know, like he's just been starting at hooker, then come actual time of the game, he's getting reverted back to the bench. So you just don't know what his role's going to be really on the day of the lot of chopping and changing. For me, for me to pick it a bunch of jazz at the moment, the role he's playing, the minutes he's getting, the work he's getting through... I wouldn't lie to go out and buy him myself, but I think he's the pick of the bunch. Look, you know, just on the jazz, yeah, I really like the guy. But the only thing I'm worried about him, and this is not really super coach relevant, but he sort of has this tackle technique where he sort where of he sneaks in. in he sneaks in like a little bloody grub, jazzy <laughs> does here, with his little hands coming in, going sort of like choppy, you know, around the sort of lower bits of your knees and sort of spearing in. Yeah. Oh, I think if like they cleaned him up a bit, he, oh, I think he'd be good. But to me, he, he's just a liability, you know. He, yeah, he, he's just, liability. Because he's like that, you know. The, but 
buddy. He, he's definitely worth I, the risk. I understand. The thing is, he means absolutely no malice in it, but he's just a terrier, and he just he, wants he, to get involved he, in he, everything. And sometimes, up, yes, enough, he gets yeah. involved in the wrong situation at the yeah, wrong time. Yeah, you know, I and, totally agree. And yeah. sometimes those big forwards knees just get in a bit the yeah. wrong spot. So he's always a bit of a... He's a cannonball yeah, waiting to happen. He's a cannonball waiting to happen, or maybe a potential HIA. Now, I know you can't go, oh, that's a potential HIA. But, but, but there's just some little things no, which you've got to look at. No, he's head knock you, you know, you, you, you've just got to look at the overall picture. Like, he's not such a bad player. Oh, I think he's one to sort of like, I think you've got to have bigger balls than me to bring him in, mate. You know, yeah, like, well, serious. I think he's... Can you bring him up? Okay. I think he's averaged pretty well over the last few weeks. I know he started last week and got an 80, I think. I think he got to try in that. But he's starting again this week. And his points per minute's never been an issue. His minutes, he, he's his a worker. minutes has always he, he's been a worker. an issue. He's and a as worker. long as he gets 60 minutes, yeah. you know you're going to get 60 plus more times than not. Because yeah. he just wants to tackle everything. He wants to run. He loves an offload. Even if he's throwing it to the touch, you throw it. Uh, again, I would weigh in that the current as well. Like, I'd be holding off on Jazz yeah, with the whole yeah. current situation. Current's back yeah. in a few weeks, you were saying earlier, yeah, you know. So, like, you know, shortly so after that but, MCL injury. But, yeah. but Jazz is starting hooker. Merchie's oh, starting lock. Oh, yeah, yep. So, yeah, yeah, so, Merchie's starting lock. Yeah, yeah well, Merchie's the liability bit. It's, it's yeah, when Egan yeah, is available yeah, yeah. and is when yeah, Jazz yeah, is going to get yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I, yeah, Jazz I, could be a sneaky one then, yeah. I don't yeah, I, I don't know about the Eden yeah, no, injury or not. Yeah, no, move talk anyway. Hey, boys, need to get rid of Randall. Is Reese Robson a good trade for the first buy? I'd take Cotter personally, but... Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't money. hate it. It's not a bad option. Um, if Cotter does get that bench spot for Queensland, then it looks like a great option. But um, yeah. I'd go Cotter first as well, I agree with Connor. Well, look, can I just tip in there, right? Yep. Um, if you get onto the uh, hub, right, you know, and that's on the Discord, there's sort of, um, you know, there was a lot of talk about that, you know, but um, you, you could certainly bounce that around with a lot of hub guys here if you're not sure, you know. Or... or I personally wouldn't go there. Oh, I think Cotter's the one. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. He's got that dual flexibility as well, too, yeah. which makes it so much handier. Absolutely. It makes it sexy, doesn't it? All right. IPAP or Adam Reynolds can only get one this week. Reynolds BE is around mid-20s. No, I'm definitely on IPAP there. Just get that consistency in your front row, the dual flexibility. And, like, as we've seen in the past before, Aro really hasn't been super coach relevant, but yeah, he might be relevant now though. Like yeah, it's something definitely, yeah, definitely look at. Well, I think IPAP's the one to get if you're not getting IPAP this week. I think that you might miss the boat. You know, just miss the boat in a bit of cash earning, like not a lot, but just the points which he generates. Yeah. Just and, and mate, getting back to Reynolds, right? This is not super coaching, but but just like him. As a player in, you know, like since I've watched him come through as a junior and that, he's always susceptible to the knock. His jaw was really glassy for a while. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, so so it really put me off, right? At South, I, I was never a, a hit, you know, like on him, just he was a, a void. Uh, but, you know, sometimes some people change and, you know, like he's gone from being like, you know, people go, oh, you don't want him in your team, you know, you know, oh, he, you know, he, he's like rubbish, rubbish. But this year, mate, he's kicking like a demon and it's his team. So, oh, you know, like, not such a bad trade. I wouldn't do it. But, not, but like those that are brave enough, get on. Well, not, not only that, like you said, 
in previous seasons, he's had that glass jaw. He's been a glass body. Yeah, one good hit, and he's out for down, the airway. Always but down the, the last two, three seasons, he's gone a long way to rectifying that. And yeah, he's going the opposite up, way. Like, he's played he's... most games every year, and South sell him because he's got a dodgy body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's no. a story for another day, but... No. All right. Um, well, I think that's it for the questions that I've got here. So I think Juzzy's going to take us through a few live ones quickly before we wrap it up and say goodnight. We don't have many left. Uh, we've got Alex says... Uh, please, Randall Tualangi to McInnes and Kicks. What are your thoughts? Um... I don't love it, to be honest with you, but I can see your yeah, principle behind it. What I? Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of that either. I'm not really a big kicks fan. Like I said, it's very rocks and diamonds. McInnes is not a bad option, though. Like, I could see, you know, like the whole Finucane thing, you know, he's been um, play, coming in and playing lock with Finucane, moving to the front row, that, yeah, McInnes could be a good little sneaky what, option. What did McInnes score last week? He got an... In the 60s, I believe. What about Turbo, Ilias, Tualangi nah. to Walsh, D Brown, Kicks? Yuck. Yuck, yeah, yuck, yuck. Nah, nah, I'm not a fan of that. Alrighty. Uh, what are do you think Savage could be a quality <laughs> sheepy? No. Nah. No, is this a dig nah. or? Yeah, that's yeah, me, mate. He's having a bit of a. He could be. If he gets to start. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Jared. <laughs> Heard you're in some draft comps. How are you going in them? Great, obviously. Uh, David Stones, Talakai, and JTB to Papali and Cotter. That sounds juicy. Yum. Yeah. Yum, yum, yeah, yum. I'll rate that. And I think that's about it for the Facebook Lives. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Wasn't many. All right. Well. That's it. Massive thanks. Massive thanks to Louis, to Teddy, to Watto, and of course, Connor and Bergs for coming in this week. You know, it's been, yeah, it's been great. It's been, it's been a wild ride. It's been a bit different. Um, but yeah. Yeah, really def- appreciate you guys coming down, making the effort, coming in, and yeah, glad we could have you on. Absolutely, I'd like to extend that thank you to you boys, making a massive effort coming from miles and miles away, Teddy from NZ, uh, Watto from up in the Hunter Valley, come a long way to be here, and yeah, appreciate it, boys. Well, Let's mate, get on thank the you very much, uh, men. It's been a pleasure. It's uh, certainly we'll have to do this again, and, and mate, good luck, and uh, just. Rage away, boys. Rage away. I'd quickly like to jump in here while I've got the chance. Uh, just want to give a shout-out to the Discord again, the Supercoach Hub, and also the Weekly Rubdown. Also want to give a shout-out to a few of my draft comps out there. The $50 comp, use boys out there. And also in my home league as well, too, the draft boys there as well. You know who you are. And um, also the Jungle. For all you Tigers fans out there, jump on the Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> You're well, lucky, lucky what Tigers I. fans. But yeah, thank you very much, Watto, for coming in. As a mad draft man, aren't you? Yeah, you love, love, it. love the draft format. Yeah. And weekly rub down. Highly yeah, the weekly. It's the place to go if you want any draft information. Happy endings. Happy endings. Yeah, you get quality, quality rubs. Quality rubs right down to the bone. Rub boys are, like, I love the rub boys. Good on. Share that to them too. Go and have a listen, everyone. <laughs> Not only that, the stats, like the stats they do over there, like Walker does a crazy job over there in the stats. 
Yeah, shout out to them and for all the effort it takes to put together one of these bad boys. Thank you to Louie for coming on. Absolutely. Um, doing all the hard work with the tech stuff. He's been out sick for a while, got belted with it, but he's back and it's great to have him on board. Fuck and you, Of course, Darren. Berks, Con. Hey. Stay coachy, coaches. Peace, Peace. people. Cheers.